0: it's not another buffalo podcast with john and uh, we're all in a lot better mood this week so i i'd expect the over under to be much lower than 19 bleeps Brando.
1: Um, my sister was saying that when Pat was giving the Hero of the Drought and he stumbled and said Ryan Fitzpatrick and started dropping all the f-words, she was playing the, uh, the show at her job in the hospital and everybody was cracking up, the nurses were dying laughing.
2: And Pat. Crazy thing about this player is he is a very fertile man, okay? So, one record that he has, he is in second place for, um, you know, Having a ton of children,
0: um, Ryan Fitz- Oh, Jesus In <laughs> f- Christ. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. Oh, dude. <laughs> All right, welcome back to Not Another Buffalo Podcast. I'm John. I'm here with Pat and Brando. Yo, yo. It's part of the Buffalo Rumblings Podcast Network. You can find us on Twitter at NotBuffPodcast. We might have to have someone else do the intro because I feel like every time I listen to it, my voice is so monotone, no matter how hard I try. I'm not. I'm not the intro guy.
1: I feel like when I do it, I sound like Robin Williams on Good Morning Vietnam. I get too amped up. <laughs> good this morning. is a Amen. Buffalo Rumblings podcast. Follow us on Twitter. Not another Buffalo podcast. We've been getting yeah. some good interaction on Twitter, honestly. Have we? Yeah.
0: By the way, I watched Good uh, Goodwill Hunting the other day, and Robin Williams was yeah. phenomenal in that movie. He's my favorite. I love it. Yeah. I really am. Yeah, so
1: good. Mrs. Doubtfire, Flubber.
2: Hello. Of course. <laughs> Flubber was a VCR favorite of mine as a kid. Yes. Loader, yeah, but... also underrated.
1: Yes. Yeah, yeah, that movie gave me the heebie-jeebies a little bit. Not going to lie.
0: <laughs> well, Brandon, you want to start us off with some headlines here? We'll uh, take a look at what's going on around the NFL. Despite it being the Buffalo Bills offseason, it's kind of off to a busy start.
1: The Bills have gotten off to a busy start, I would say. They, as of 2 2, two, two February 2nd, 2022... Good juju for this hire, I would say. Um, they are expected to hire former Panthers offensive coordinator Joe Brady as their n- new quarterbacks coach, taking the place of the recently promoted Ken Dorsey. It's interesting because Joe Brady went to William & Mary. Yeah, as that's did what Sean John McCormick. and I were talking about right. before
2: you So yeah.
1: In other news, the NFLPA announced the five finalists for their most prestigious honor, the Allen Page Community Award. And uh, Buffalo Bills receiver, Emmanuel Sanders, uh, who has made a huge impact on kids uh, within this Bills Mafia community, did get nominated. Also, finishing out headlines, Sean McDermott at the end of his fifth season with 49 wins is the most in franchise history through five years. Ten a year, boys. Yeah, we can average that up. Um, (laughs) And finally, Brian Dable gets tied into one of the craziest wildest controversies that the NFL have seen recently um 69 year old bill belichick messaged brian flores saying congratulations i've heard out of buffalo and new york that you're being named the new head coach and brian flores was thanks coach i deserve or i'm excited for this this is my dream job and then he's like oh sorry is this brian flores or brian dable and flores (laughs) is like Brian Flores. And he's like, oh, major F up. Sorry about that. But that happened three days before Brian Dable was announced head coach. And during the three-day window, Brian Flores had not interviewed yet. So he still had interviews scheduled with the Giants, even though the job was offered to Brian Dable. But Bill Belichick told him that before the interview, so he was supposed to go in and interview. Still, and then with the Broncos, John Elway and the whole hiring staff showed up drunk to his interview after dinner and basically did a sham of an interview. He said so. John Elway was drinking all day. Hey, uh, maybe he was on the no. golf course or something. But. No, no,
0: no, it was it was a morning interview, and they showed up an hour late and they were hungover. Uh-oh.
1: Okay. But, but yeah, because
0: sorrows away. what I saw,
2: that I mean, said, not that
0: that, I'm just, I'm just clarifying that doesn't change how bad it
2: is. Yeah. Like if anything, it's worse. Nah, dude, if I missed <laughs> drafting Josh Allen and he wanted to come to Denver, I'd probably drink myself into a stupor every night too. So I mean, <laughs> I, I feel it, John. I, I love
1: but, it because when the world is trying to tell you something, they'll always find a way to get it in your brain, right? No matter what it is, I, f- I firmly believe that I've had wild stuff happen to me where you find out crazy stuff in the most... Yeah indirect ways possible so and then uh i mean it's a tough week for the university of michigan jim harbaugh leaves the owner miami's owners from michigan right offering a hundred thousand dollars per loss so um jim harbaugh's you
0: know, leaving michigan i heard he was coming back and he's, Minnesota, down the he's, vikings. he's I, I heard he's turned down the vikings job and someone else was the front runner did that just
1: happen Oh, I before I took a nap at approximately 7 p.m. on two two twenty two, they said that he was the, the leading finalist for the Vikings job on SportsCenter. I want to say that he said he was returning. These naps are Michigan. time warps. I'm telling you, you might be right. So, <laughs> How
0: long did you nap for?
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, I two hours. He'll stay at Michigan after interview with Vikings. You're right. That happened one hour ago.
0: Sorry yeah, about that. Yeah. Schefter said um, he called Michigan and said he'll be coming back.
2: What happens when I sleep, man? I sleep through the news. <laughs> time warp. Time warp. Good for Zimmer, though. He should spend some more time with his girlfriend, honestly. So <laughs>
1: But other than that, that pretty much rounds out the news um involving the Buffalo Bills. I'm really curious to see because Brian Dable's, you know, a very quality guy. You know, it's not his fault that this happened the way that it did. So and it's also not his fault about the the systematic nepotism and all that stuff either. He's just yeah. part of it. But it's exciting to see this. We have Ken Dorsey, quarterbacks coach, future head coach probably, is an offensive coordinator. And uh, we got the next guy in the pipeline with Joe Brady, so we don't have to worry about that for a little while.
0: Yeah. Nice of uh Bills ownership to most likely they stepped up because Absolutely. according to some reports there was up to 7 teams interested in hiring Ken Dorsey as an offensive coordinator and uh, so definitely they probably
1: had to offer him some money, I would guess. But and you know, good for them
0: that was not
1: that was not common practice with Ralph Wilson here, but this is this might be the third year in a row that the owners have paid up for a raise for the coaching staff.
2: Well, old Ralph, he only cared about filling the stands and his pockets and keeping the bills in Buffalo. I mean, the Pagoulas care about filling the stands and their pockets in wins, but I don't know. I guess we'll find out about that. I think aspect. they care
1: about McDermott and Bean because they turned the bills into something that's not a problem for them. So yeah.
0: <laughs> TBD on when the Sabres will be fixed.
2: Yeah. that Well, that's what I was thinking. The bills just have to perform at a certain level so that the Sabres don't bankrupt the entire Pagula family.
1: <laughs> but, and they do. The bills print money. So yeah. the NFL teams print money.
0: All right, let's, uh, let's jump into our game picks here. We got, only got one game to pick this week, and this will probably be the quickest game pick segment ever because I'm sure we'll spend more time on the Super Bowl, but let's pick the Pro Bowl.
3: Time for the guys to pick their picks in the Pick 6 Pick'ems.
1: We got the Pro
0: Bowl to pick this week. Obviously, you know, sportsbook don't have lines on this game anyway. So we're just going to do it as a pick em game real quick, real simple. Who you guys got? Also, I don't even want to talk about last week because we all went. zero and two, cause the Rams couldn't clear a three and a half point spread, but Brandon, who you got?
1: I'll go first. Just listen to this and you tell me if anybody can beat it. Justin Herbert, Pat Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, Jonathan Taylor, Nick Chubb, Nakeem Harris, Tyreek Hill, Jamar Chase, Stephen Diggs, Keenan Allen, Mark Andrews, Travis, Kelsey, Quentin Nelson, give me the AFC. Well, you know uh, Jamar Chase isn't going to be there, right? Yeah, but he was on the roster.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that... Um, is, is Lamar Jackson going to be there? No, nah, he's... Deontay a, John,
1: Johnson replaces Chase and Lamar's... I don't know if they have a replacement for him. Well, yet.
2: Josh was but, supposed to be the replacement for Lamar. and then he like I thought out. Mac
0: Jones was...
2: Oh, God, like don't Mac say Jones that. Mac Jones was the next alternate on the AFC. Don't say that. How could Carson Wentz statistically had a pretty nice year Oh,
1: I would, I, to represent AFC and Pro Bowl skills contest. Mac Jones, who the f- invites Mac Jones to the pro a Pro Bowl. He's not a pro bowler.
2: He's just in the
0: skills contest. Well, no, he is a pro bowler because he was the next guy up after Josh Allen turned it down. So oh, also, man. I'll just make my pick really quick here. That's the reason I'm picking the NFC because I will never pick with Mac Jones and the AFC
2: doesn't have Josh Allen. So sorry, NFC. Pat, what about you? Well, in the words of my one-time college girlfriend, I hope both teams lose. <laughs> zing lose. zing. I, I'm put I mean, if you further. watch it at
1: all, I I feel no, like a loser no when pick. I watch it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no pick, write that in. <laughs> I can
0: already put the red sticker on that one. Pack hat picker of picks, picker, picker of,
2: of noses. noses. <laughs>
0: All right, sweet. So let's let's make it into our uh, our main discussion today. We're trying out this segment for the first time. I thought it'd be fun. A couple other bills, content creators, and I mean, they do this on GR all the time. Like they'll draft things. So like they'll do like best serial, best sitcoms, any of that stuff. But we thought we'd put a fun spin on it because it it seems like something that we'd have fun with. So we're gonna do first of the worst reverse drafts, where we pick the worst of things in order. So. We did a Twitter poll. Uh, We picked a couple of options and the people who voted said they wanted us to pick the worst Bills quarterbacks of all time. So that'll be our first topic today. Obviously not a gigantic pool to choose from, but enough to do three rounds of a, a three pick each draft. So we
1: probably have as many options as any team available except the Browns.
0: That is true. That is true. The Browns put out at least three bad quarterbacks per year on average, so. He, that that pool grows pretty fast. But anyway, we did a random number generator, essentially flipping a coin using Google before the episode. So Pat won the first pick in the draft and Brandon will go second and we won't snake draft it. We'll just go straight one, two, three all in a row. So Pat, you're on the clock.
2: All right. All right. All right. Well, before I start, I just uh, want to throw a couple things out there. I don't know if you guys are... Um, you know, who you're going to pick, but there's a couple, I just wanted to leave off the list. Um, specifically um, one, Mr. Thad Lewis, I saw you play um, in a December game against the Miami Dolphins, kick the living <laughs> out of him, So I'm not going to put you on this list dog. Also, Jeff <laughs> Tool, you made a Kansas city chiefs. Otherwise, Embarrassing beatdown, bearable. So no Jeff, Tool, no Thad Lewis. So I want you to imagine the years nineteen ninety five. You've just suffered through four Super Bowls, and Jim Kelly. He's just he's he's drinking, and his body's just not recovering the way that it used to. You as a Bills fan, maybe you're watching a little bit of uh, Big Ten college football, and you're like, holy cow, you know. I'm looking at this guy right here. He's got the school record, still stands today for completion percentage. At the time, he had the record for most 200-yard um, performances, um, later broken by Chad Henney and Tom Brady. But anyways, you're like, all right, here we go. Future of the Buffalo Bills. Turns out this guy is a fucking dud. Todd Collins, trash, terrible, terrible, awful player. I mean, I think he did have some sort of career renaissance. Let's see. In 2007, he took a terrible Redskins team to the playoffs. But I mean, you want to talk about letdowns. I would think that Todd Collins is like at the top of the list. He had like a couple of seasons where he had like two touchdowns and 10 picks and like just, just huge letdown. So Todd, you got to lead it off for me. Um, Your futility was awesome, bud. We appreciate it.
0: Wow. Not the obvious pick for uh, first one off the board there. I like it, Pat. Pat always goes outside the box whenever he can. So, Brandon, you're on the clock.
1: Well, I must say, Pat, I have Todd Collins written down for my number one pick. Really? Um, And I, it was Marv Levy's last year coaching, the 1997 Buffalo Bills. Um, They were previously 10 and six. And they switched to six and 10. They missed the playoffs for the second time in that 10 seasons. Um, but it's kind of funny, this little pit tidbit, because the Bills signed Oakland's Billy Joel Holbert to challenge Collins for the starting job. And they also had Alex Van Pella. But Holbert's contract was terminated after week seven, in which Holbert was backing up and injured Collins. And after the game revealed to the media that he did not know the playbook at all so he was released the next day respect so you know it is what it is you got to study your playbook so i am going to stay in that area of time because we had a couple of years there where we were we were building something and all of a sudden we got this guy he had a s- small stature but a big heart Doug Flutie was Rolling the Flutie Flakes through town until all of a sudden, Rob Johnson just had to start. And Rob Johnson was a bum-ass bum, man. RoboSack. RoboSack. I've seen highlights. I remember watching him. I remember my dad saying his name vaguely. I would have been all of, I don't even know. Let's see. Rob Johnson took his first start in 1998. He started six games. And in 1999, he started one game. And in 2000, he started 11 games. So I don't know how this dude. And in 2001, he started eight games. So this guy got a one, two, three, four year run with the Bills, um, straight futility this entire yeah. time. So was it
2: he Wilson's guy? I'm pretty sure like Wade Phillips did not want to play him. Correct. But, Correct. Oh, and wasn't it he just had one game where like Mark Brunel was hurt or something, and then he just came in and like lit it up for like three quarters playing That's for like, the Jaguars, that. and yeah. they were like, "That's enough to sign this guy to." five-year deal something
1: but he took Doug Flutie off the field he took the Flutie Flakes off our shelf and uh the the
2: heart out of the Bills fan because I believe he was the quarterback for Music City Miracle as well he was I mean he did take yeah. the lead late in the game and then you know obviously that swan bitch Lorenzo Neal ruined our lives but I like that pick Brando
0: Honestly, he was pretty high up on my draft board too, because like, obviously that's, that's the era where like we're growing up as bills fans, the bills stink and like Rob Johnson. I like, I went and watched Rob Johnson play at a preseason game when I was like five years old, like four or five years old. And like, I remember like that was the first time I ever experienced anyone getting booed. <laughs> I was like, uh,
1: yeah. as he should. Yeah. He but. was sacked 49 times in 2000 and he, he signed a $25 million contract his nickname Robo sack Johnson's injuries and poor performance led to Phillips to replace him.
0: Well, I cannot believe this player fell to third. Like I I feel like I feel like Brandon Bean. you know, when Ed Oliver fell to the The
1: value, the
0: value trying to think of who else Matt Milano fell to them inexplicably. I mean, who else? Who else really, really slow? Trey,
1: yeah. Jermaine Adams is supposed to be a top 10 pick. We got him at the 16th spot. Deion Dawkins. Yep, yep. So
0: I feel like I'm getting a a lot of bang for the buck on this very obvious pick. And I understand why you guys didn't go with this pick because, you know, you got you to gotta mix it up. But, I mean, how can you not say that Nathan Peterman is the worst Bills quarterback of all time? I mean, that's definitely, he might definitely, be. He might be. <laughs> <laughs> he might be. <laughs> I can tell you, none of these other guys threw five interceptions and a half.
2: Correct. No, I mean, it's hard though, too, because coming into the league at the time, Nathan Peterman was in the highest scoring FBS college football game of all time. Like just blowing the doors off people at Pittsburgh. And then I don't know what the heck happened to him. He's a practice hero. Apparently. He's also
1: I, one of the highest rated preseason quarterbacks. So he yeah. just comes in and lights it up in the preseason. To the point where, John, I'm telling you, I, I can vividly remember banging the drum for Nate Peterman, wanting oh, him yeah. to start wa- 100%. watching his film. I Dude, to the point I was so confident and so petty that I was like, I believe in this guy so much. I remember I I tried to buy his jersey. If my credit card wouldn't have been declined as like a sophomore in college, <laughs> I would have a, a red color rush because it was the first year they did the color rush jerseys. Uh, I would have a red collar rush, Nate Peterman jersey. It was on sale for $89.99. I remember sitting there looking at my buddy. I was like, dude, I'm gonna do it. And he's like, You're stupid. I'm like, yeah. It'd be a legendary jersey to have today. Dude, I was like, (laughs) Sometimes the universe
0: saves your ass, you know.
1: We said it earlier, dude. The universe has a weird way of making things work, but that's a good pick, John, and I'm glad that I didn't waste that money.
0: Yeah. All right. Pat, you're on the clock at four. Who you got? All right, boys,
2: well, you know, I hate to, I hate to have to just be hating on dudes like this. I really do. Um, someone I think that, um, you know, really kind of had a burger of a run with the Buffalo bills is Mr. Kelly Holcomb. I don't know if you boys remember him. Yes. Mm -hmm. Started the first half of the year.
0: Further down my board, but that's a good pick.
2: Yeah. I mean, honestly, I just, it's, it's difficult because like, yes, he was four and four and yes, he had (laughs) 10 touchdowns and eight interceptions. And yes, at the time he set the record for most playoff passing yards in a game in 2002 with the Cleveland Browns at four hundred twenty-nine yards. Yeah. He was at the time he was the record holder for most playoff passing yards in a single four quarter game. But um, I don't know. Anyways, I just remember those games being really sad and um, not having a lot to look forward to. And I also remember John applying to Middle Tennessee State and me only remembering the name of that school because Kelly Holcomb went there. So <laughs> Kelly, thank you for some mediocre times and your mediocre play got us the opportunity to see another mediocre player, JP Lawson. So um, <laughs> rounding it out at pick number four, Kelly that, Holcomb.
1: It's that's a good pick because. He is the epitome of a 79 overall rated quarterback on Madden. Yes. <laughs> Every year he was 79. Um, he competed with Edwards, who was 79, and J.P. Lossman, who was 79. We could, we could not get an 80 overall quarterback in Madden until Tyrod came in at 80. <laughs> like, yeah, if he but, um, were a coach, he'd be Mr. 7 and 9 himself, Jeff Fisher. Yeah, but also, Pat, that game where he has the, the passing yards in a playoff game, Bruce Arians said in his book, up to that point in his career, He like that validated him as like a coach when he got Kelly Holcomb to throw for that many yards because. Wait,
2: BA coached the Browns at one point. Butch Davis is the coach. I'm wondering if he was like a offensive coordinator or something.
1: He was the offensive coordinator for the Browns in that game under butch butch davis in 2002 that's and pat that knows, was like,
2: pat knows his names
0: yeah Damn, that was good pat, pat. did you just pull that out or did you look that up before this episode i did a little research beforehand
2: oh, but okay. butch da- I, knew butch, no. I knew butch davis because that's the year where the riot at um the stadium happened you know where they um called a penalty on a play that happened two plays prior and like Butch Davis got the crowd all riled up and then they started throwing beer bottles on the on the field and stuff but um <laughs> Bruce Arians he got Kelly Holcomb to pay. I, I did not realize that was BA yep
1: and he that was right before he became head coach so that would have been after he was in New Orleans and then he moved to be
2: the offensive coordinator with Bill Cower and i read somewhere that the browns were up 24 to 7 at the end of the third quarter in that game and ended up losing 36, 33. So thank you, Kelly Holcomb for solidifying <laughs> your spot.
0: Brandon, who you got at pick number five. You're on the clock.
2: I'm so happy
1: that he's on the board. Cause I came into this draft. I wanted one of Todd Collins or this guy to the point where I was thinking about taking him in the first round, but I, I don't, he's not first round value. Just like in his career, he had no first round value but they had to take him in the first round. I believe it was 15th overall. The dude couldn't hit water. If he was thrown off a boat, the dude couldn't see the blue sky. If he was laying down on his back, which he did a lot. He is one of the most erratic passers probably didn't get a fair shake because he wasn't supposed to start. But I watched this game when he came in, in Jacksonville against Jacksonville in London and threw the game away with three of the worst interceptions on back-to-back to back throws that I have ever seen in my life. And I knew at that moment that EJ Manuel would be somebody that I hate forever. Yeah. I'm sure he's a nice guy. I have his jersey. I have a signed jersey of him that I cannot get people to buy. I have to the guy was like, You should pay me $50. I posted it on ah. Facebook Marketplace. He's like, You should <laughs> pay me money to take this. And I was like, You're clowning it, but you're so right. Like, no one's gonna buy this. Again, EJ Manuel started seven games for the Buffalo Bills. He has a couple of nice moments, but... um, Had that one Carolina comeback game. Yep. And then he gets benched for... The legend. Kyle Orton, which was great. And Tyrod Taylor, two of our favorite players. If
0: anybody drafts Kyle Orton in this draft, you are off of the podcast. Like, just done. No No questions asked. Uncle Rico. I will not tolerate any Uncle Rico slander on this podcast. At all. (laughs) New <laughs> boiler
1: for life. So he's a part of the infamously bad 2013 draft. This is the quarterback class. Ready? Matt Barkley, Geno Smith, EJ Manuel, Ryan Nassib, Tyler Wilson, Landry Jones, BJ Daniels, and that's it. Wow. So Man. no starters out of that draft.
2: There's some flashes in the pan. Geno Smith is still playing to this day, strangely yeah, enough. That's crazy. Um, and Ryan Nassib was so a backup bad in uh, Pittsburgh for a long time. Trying yeah, to remember some yeah. of the other names he said, but. And like Ryan Nassib was trash. And I feel like everyone in the Syracuse area doesn't like to say it. And, you know, they, they don't like to admit that his brother Carl is like five times the athlete that Ryan ever was. And that Carl Nassib blowing dudes up on the Raiders is like the best that the Nassib family will ever have in terms of athletics. But um. (laughs)
1: Well, it's, it's interesting. So we have stats for EJ. Um, So uh, he, he's got approximately, the most passing touchdowns by a rookie at the time with 11 most completions. He had a lot of these records, but in 2013, 10 games played, 10 games started uh, 58% passing almost 2000 yards, six yards per average, 11 TDs, nine interceptions. So what he's got 14, 15, six, he's got 17 starts, 19 touchdowns, 16 interceptions. Like I said, I've never seen a quarterback more inaccurate than him. So EJ Manual. I'm happy to take him in this draft. And if anybody wants to buy a signed EJ Manuel jersey, please take it off my hands.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I, I'm gonna make a uh I feel like this is a low ball pick. Like kind of a kind of an easy target. You know, didn't didn't play a lot of games for Buffalo, only started two games. I'm sorry, he started three games for the Buffalo Bills. Only team he ever started a game for. He was on the Packers for a little bit. This man's career stats. He has a
2: career fifty one percent completion percentage. Yeah, I I was gonna pick this guy. He's got a a alliterative name, correct? Yes. Played at Louisville. Yep. Zero touchdowns, five interceptions.
0: Those are some Nathan Peterman stats right there. But did
2: you know he threw Terrell Owens, his ten thousandth career reception? Really? Yep. Fast in that thirty one to three Falcons beatdown. But anyways, who is it, Johnny? Brian Braum. Am I saying Brom?
0: Brom? I thought yeah, it was Brom. Brian right. Brom. Brian Brom. Yeah, easy target. Sorry, he didn't start that many games, but Brian Brom, number six. All right, pick seven, Pat. You are on the board. This is the start of round three. Your
2: last pick. All right, so this is my last pick. Yep. All right, so I'm gonna um, I'm gonna try to um, reference two players here. Okay. So the first one being potentially the greatest preseason quarterback that the Buffalo Bills ever had better than Nathan Peterman. I don't know if you boys remember Jabron Hanman back in the day. Like he had like a 300 yard preseason passing performance, like in two games, like multiple 300 yard preseason don't passing see him performances on a list
1: of starting quarterbacks for the team.
2: though. He started a preseason game. That's what I'm saying he's preseason hero. Oh, but oh, okay. this next player, um, I remember a 2007 game in Buffalo where I was almost crying. Um, Terrible game. Steve Tasker was getting blown around by the wind. And um, somehow this dude ended up back in Buffalo. Yeah. Tasker was calling this game in 2007. And this guy CBS, right? Yeah. the, The game ended with the Cleveland Browns taking a safety out of the back of the end zone, which is, Freaking weird sequencing of events. Um, this guy went on to, um, he, he started two games for us, including an insane beatdown that the Patriots gave us on Monday night football. Um, unfortunately, you know, but I, I don't know um, how I would put this, but Brian Dable and this player um, competed on who could stay off the chewing tobacco for the longest amount of time. Um, you know, he played football at Oregon State um, if I am correct, I believe that he played with um Mr Chad Johnson, Um, but and Mr T j hushmanzada but anyways yeah this guy him and Brian Dable were trying not to choose school next to each other on the on the sideline and I mean Josh really enjoyed the guy but his stats were really bad and he kind of looks goofy so um Derek Anderson dog, you made me cry and possibly the worst. Derek Anderson was like, I think he won a game completing like on Mac Jones numbers and that 2007 game bills Browns. Yep. Um, is yep. that the snow game? Yeah, there's a snow game. Yep. Tasker is just like, was just that the pounded. six to three game? Yep. Gotcha. But that, no, wasn't, the,
0: that wasn't the one that, that wasn't ended the on a safety, safety one,
2: but it was just a strange sequence of, And I remember thinking, God, I hope this guy never plays for the Bills. And then, well, what do you know? He was there. Oregon State Beavers down there in Corvallis. Represent. Brando, who you got, dog? All right. Well, it seems to me
1: that this guy has fallen to me yet again. I mentioned him previously, Alex Van Pelt, and I'm going to take him here because he went two and six as a starter in eight games. Currently, he is the offensive coordinator for the Cleveland Browns. Um, and we see how that's going. It seems to be going great. The Browns. But um, he was an eighth round draft pick. Started eight games, two and six. Failed to float up the Bills. But he got he did get his first win against Dan Marino in the Miami Dolphins in 1997. So he was Murphy's partner on Bills Radio Network broadcast. He did color commentary at 25, 2005. Um, but... Now he's just a lowly offensive coordinator with the Cleveland Browns.
2: I'm pretty sure he had two seasons where he threw two touchdowns and 10 picks. Let me take a look because like I was astonished at how bad this man's stats were. So I, I actually have him pulled up right here. Yeah, I see him. Go ahead. So he had a season where he had, um, it looks like two touchdowns and 10 picks. And then, um, He uh, also had another season where um, he had zero touchdowns and three picks. Um, So, I don't know. Very interesting that he did not throw a pass for four years. Um, He started not throwing a pass for two years, played three games, didn't throw a pass for four years. And then, um, I don't know, very strange. He has one comeback,
1: three game winning, winning drives, his final career numbers, 16 touchdowns, 24 interceptions. I'm happy with that three round lineup for myself. So John yeah. close us out here.
0: All right. I'm going to keep it quick. Cause we got to hurry up and get to Brando's bets, but I'm going with a throwback pick. I didn't know this guy's name before I started looking up everybody who started a game for the Buffalo bills. This guy played for the bills from 70 to 73. This guy's You're talking name about is, Fergie. Nope. Nope. Not, not Joe Ferguson. He's, he's one of the best bills quarterbacks. This guy's name is Dennis Shaw. I'm just going to give you some career stats for this guy. Also finished up his career for the Chicago Blitz, which I can only imagine some old football league that existed before the XFL. Yeah. Um. Anyway, touchdowns, interceptions. He was 35 touchdowns, 68 interceptions, threw for 6,000 yards <laughs> over what so like, looks like a 10-year career and had a final QB rating of 56.8. So I'd say those are bottom of the bad QB draft and uh, certainly not anybody that we remember, but felt like that was a solid pick that we had to go back and put in. But
2: you want to hear some stats though, Johnny, before you go, yeah, I was looking through this. Um, You know, who has the Buffalo bills single season interception record still to this day, interceptions thrown in a single season. Um, he did it I believe in 65 and this guy won an AFL championship and he was a United States senator damn so it's not Ferguson who's the guy before Ferguson Jack Kemp dude he's the only guy to bring a title to Buffalo but yeah 26 picks in a year but yeah I just thought it was I guess wins aren't a quarterback stat because yeah dudes numbers were not that good and still (laughs) brought a championship to Buffalo so thank you Bruce but anyways
0: (laughs) All right, we're going to take a quick break and uh, we'll be right back with some Brandon's Bets. So stick around.
3: Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. Get your child's assessment for only twenty nine dollars. That's s y l v 29com
1: Time for Brando's bets.
0: Not financial advice. Please be
1: Ladies and gentlemen, it is this time of year again. We are. In the home stretch to the Super Bowl. And there's some big news just in time for the big game. DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 56, is live. It is officially live right here in New York State with mobile sports betting. That means you can place a bet no matter where you are or what you are doing, as long as you are in this state. You'd be sitting down. I like to sit down at a local establishment, sit down at a bar. You're talking to people, you're watching the game. Sports bars are great pull up a game, you could be walking, roller skating down the harbor, canal side, checking out the sunset. Hopefully, you know, it gets warm out here soon. And you look down at your significant other and you can just be like, I really want this game to come out because you have a bet on it. Whether it be single game bets, same game parlays, team bets, over-unders, you can combine multiple bets from the same game for a big, big payout. These same game parlays, me and John have been on them. Me and Pat have been on them. Me and my mailman have been on them. Anybody who's listening to me is on them. Uh, Check it out. You can win big. The more legs you add, the more money you can win. When you bet with DraftKings, it is safe, secure, and reliable. You can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. That's important. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Sign up using code NABP. That is for not another Buffalo podcast and bet just $5 and you win 280 in free bets. If your team wins, that's 56 to one odds. If you use our code NABP, not another Buffalo podcast this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 56. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for full details. You must be 21 and over and physically present in New York state. If you have a gambling problem, get help. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY to 467369. All right. Now, this week is tough, right? We last week was tough. This week was tough. Anything without the bills hurts my heart, but we have some really interesting bets. I've been looking at basketball is very fun to bet because the law of averages exists in that game more than any game, except for maybe baseball. And then I mix in my other favorite sport, uh, which is hockey. So between hockey and basketball, basketball, you can really get your your fix for the betting. Um, this weekend is also all-star weekend for the NHL. So you can take a look at some fun stuff there. I know sometimes you see props for the hardest shot in the skills competition. It could be anywhere between 100 to 105. We've seen 106 Ovechkin pounds these pucks, hitting them 99, miles an hour. So I don't know if you can get props for that, but uh, if you can, take a look. But right now I'm gonna stick in basketball. NBA parlay, for Saturday, February 5th. We're looking at two games. Some may say this first one is a wash. The Grizz, Grizzlies versus the Magic. John Morant's having this stretch of eight games right now where he's averaging over 30 points. He's taking over the league with his athleticism. Athleticism. <laughs> uh, Grizzlies are 38, 36 and 18, and the Magic are 12 and 41. So give me the Grizzlies in this parlay to win there. And then we got the Knicks versus the Lakers. This is a primetime game on ABC at Saturday night, 8 30 PM. Most people are going to be like, yeah, I'll take the Lakers, but Russell West brick is really bringing their yes. team down. He can't shoot. He the can't record's play. pretty
2: bad, right? Like they, they gotta be like 12 games under 500, they're right? 24
1: at and 27. So they're three games under 500, but the okay. Knicks are also 24 and 28 and the Knicks will probably be underdogs. So, Add them to the second part of your parlay. So we have the Grizzlies and the Knicks for your Saturday sports bet. Brando lock of the week. Put those in. Get good odds. Pull out a win. Make some money. Load that bankroll up for the Super Bowl weekend next week. Enjoy the fruits of your labor as we come to an end of this football season. So I don't know how you
2: guys feel about if you have anything else for that. Any seg- Any bets? Anything? What was, what was the... Uh... What was the line on Pucks 20, Phil seeing his shadow or not, dog? Did we have any sort of betting lines for that? We did not, but we <laughs> learned about it in school today. And it
1: was so funny because my kids were absolutely shattered. I know they're, they're five and they don't bet, but it seemed like they bet their mortgage on, yeah, on um, springtime, springtime. Yeah. And they did, they were quite disappointed.
2: Did you see they all dressed up in those strange outfits and then they kept saying here in Gobbler's Knob, the, um, illustrious place of Tony Phil," And they were all just wearing like these crazy a- like pilgrim outfits. And then the guy lost his spot in that big scroll. A- so your kids are troopers. Cause I could not sit through that.
1: We didn't watch it live. We, <laughs> we, Mr. H has got some fancy video skills that we, now, can we people
2: bet on, on the Olympics better. too? I was thinking about that. Can, can you bet on the winter Olympics? Uh, let me check DraftKings.
1: That's a good question because those are coming up too, right? Those are in two weeks. Yeah. I mean, you I can know bet anything. on
0: the Pebble Beach Pro-Am, so if you want to put some money on Josh Allen, you can do that. Yeah. He golfing? Yeah, he's golfing Yo, right now. Really? That's why, he, uh, that's why he skipped Pro Bowl. Well, not... Uh, is Kyle going to be My there king?
1: too? My king gets better every day.
0: All right. So there is a tab for Olympics, 22 women.
2: Just women?
0: <laughs> you can bet. Um. Ah, yeah. This is happening now. We are betting on. Oh, this is hockey. There's
2: That's a puck, what I was imagining. A puck line. You the women's bet.
1: hockey team is good. The U.S. women's hockey defending team champs, good. right? I yeah.
0: bet you that uh, it's probably they're doing preliminaries right now. I don't know when the opening ceremonies are. are those this Friday? These me, man. I don't. Know. Anyway, you can you can bet on NASCAR if you want on DraftKings. So, really the, you twice. can already bet on the masters if you want. Obviously, UFC, NHL, Super Bowl, college basketball, the European tour, if you watch European Any, uh, golf.
2: curling bets there.
0: That's a good question. I would <laughs> I would look for those to come up as soon as the Olympics start. Then, you can, uh, then so you can I
2: want to get some curling lines, dude, for the Winter Olympics. All right. Well, there we're going to have to wrap this up because this casually turned into
0: a 55 minute episode.
1: <laughs> the draft, <laughs> man, it was fun. I like drafting. Yeah. It was fun. So yeah, can, we'll you read our, to... can we read our results, too? We didn't sure, sure. I'll, I'll read them back here.
0: <laughs> oh, Pat, I'm going to have to spend so much time editing that out. Uh, we got. <laughs> All right, first overall, Pat took Todd Collins. Second overall, Brandon took Rob Johnson. I took Nathan Peterman. Pat took Kelly Holcomb, followed by Brandon taking EJ Manuel. After that, I took Brian Braum. Pat took Derek Anderson. Brandon then took Alex Van Pelt, and we finished it up with me taking Dennis Shaw. Not a bad draft. After Pat told us that Jeff Tool and Thad Lewis were off limits, I I, I complied so thank you me too me too too. john you (laughs) should
1: put a twitter poll together of our three picks and see who who likes it on twitter
0: yeah yeah for sure we'll do but all right boys go bills we'll be at least watching stefan diggs in the skills competition and uh in the pro bowl so looking forward to that and betting on olympic curling hopefully yes yes All right, I'll see you guys right, Monday. Boys. Everyone have a safe, awesome weekend. And uh, as always, go Bills. Yes, take care, gentlemen. All right. Be good, thugs. <laughs>